right, everybody, we're back. And because it's pre-recorded, this is February 24th, Thursday. So, obviously, um, yesterday, yesterday, their time, our time, whatever. Yeah, late last night. Yeah, it broke that uh, Russia invaded Ukraine. And uh, so, by the time this posts on Sunday, I realize there will be some uh, further developments. Uh, hopefully, none too bad. For us, not for Joe Biden. But so, ladies and gentlemen, this is the 46th quote unquote president of the United States of America, 81 million vote recipient in all his glory, intelligence, and prowess. Sanctions clearly have not been enough to deter Vladimir Putin to this point. What is going to stop him? How and when does this end? And do you see him trying to go beyond Ukraine? And a second question I'll just give to you now. This statement that he gave last night, will, that the, West, the threat that he gave, the West will face consequences greater than any you have faced in history. Is he threatening a nuclear strike? I have no idea what he's threatening. Regularly making sure social media platforms are aware of the latest narratives dangerous to public health. You shouldn't be banned from one platform and not others uh, if you are for uh, uh, providing misinformation out there. Algorithms, I don't know how they work, but they all do know how they work. Has a right to know. That's the point that we're making, and we're dealing with a life or death issue here. And so everybody has a role to play in making sure there's accurate information. So it's obvious that everybody that listened to that that America is back. The adults are back in charge. A comprehensive, concise leadership from. This clown. Uh, on a side note, real quick, while I'm thinking about it because I will forget. I heard today that uh, CNN and MSNBC are, are courting uh, Jen Psaki if, because I, she was supposed to only stay a year, and so she's overstayed. Thus, I mean, the the year mark, but she's going to go probably into media and try to save the tanking ratings of either of those two terrible media outlets. So. Well, I mean, she can spew. <laughs> she can spew it like nobody's business. Yeah. I mean, like no other. So yeah, and but she will. She would be right at home for now. She will live on in her intro, no matter what she does, <laughs> and not and not by choice. So, yeah. So uh, so many things, and there there's more to uh, the clip that we just played. We'll we'll finish that clip here shortly. Uh, what's available from that press conference as far as people grilling this idiot? Um, not not to mention, um, there's so so many things to talk about with this and this is just the very beginning of this of this conflict and in my opinion we're everything thought like you're seeing how it's going to be handled from start to finish with total incompetence and so this 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 show today kind of reminds me of when they announced the uh the mandate for all businesses the covid mandate how like it had just been announced right before we started recording, so everybody was like, "Oh, what the?" You know what I mean? It it, it changed the traje- the trajectory of that total show. Like, so everything we'd had outlined for that show was thrown out the window, and then we kind of had to replace. And that's kind of it's it's all it's the same with this. It's kind of shook up our uh, our content, our lineup for this evening, and so most of this discussion around this is going to be kind of by the seat of the pants. So, uh, apologies in advance if this isn't the most comprehensive and thorough, well thought out, and well orchestrated show that we've done 
Um, but so, so many things that I'm thinking, like, how, and we've talked about it so many times on the show, is this a sheer lack of ability or is this just by design? And the reason I say that, there, there, there's two, like, I, and I don't know. The one on one hand, you could expect nothing less from a a fifty year corrupt, worn out, never good, pathological lying politician than this. This is. I think this is genuine. I think this is the best that they can do. This it has is, a hard time putting sentences together. This is them. Well, this is them putting their their best foot forward. This is him doing his best to be the figurehead and speak for the people behind all this. But everybody should be by now well aware of the Biden family corrupt deals that took place in Moscow and in Ukraine. And so it's hard for me to imagine that there's nothing as far as information on him. And, and I don't know the mechanics of it, obviously who would it, to me, it just reeks of absolute corruption and something to do with the mess that you and your crackhead son and these, these totally corrupt deals that you had there with energy companies, it's it, something just doesn't add up. And we may never know, but this is, this is contrived to me. I, I I can't I can't see an argument to the contrary. You don't think he's doing it just out of the goodness of his heart that he loves the Ukraine and the Ukrainian people so much that he wants to come to their aid and defend them just out of you know just, just because he loves them, just because he eats you know well, one of the headlines that that uh, Buford I, I saw was Obama was saying Americans need to be able to, or be prepared to sacrifice for freedom. For other countries, and we've talked a lot about and pay the, higher prices, the, pay higher prices for this conflict. Why? And look, hey man, I'm not opposed to that. So look at the Chinese slave labor with the Uyghur Muslims. I've said this before. You don't. Obama suggests Americans should be willing to pay more to quote stand on the side of freedom. That, that how why is that not applicable to Uyghur Muslims when you're buying solar panels made by slaves? They, I'm sure they would like their freedom, too. Why do they not count? Because there's something else going on here, obviously. Yeah. Like, this is, and that, that term freedom, like that's completely subjective, by the way, is their version of freedom or what they call freedom because the government in the Ukraine, I, 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 who really knows how free those people actually are? Um, I mean, their their government's corrupt. Obviously, they've been in corrupt dealings um, with the Biden family and with whoever else. With the Clintons. Yes. With, with so, uh, yeah, we, we don't know how, how free those people are, how free their elections are. I mean, it's just like here. Um, but so, yeah, that and, and I've heard a lot. I've heard a lot, too, like the new... Uh, the new catchphrase that the one that they've coined now is that we need to be on the side of democracy. We've got to be, we've got to defend democracy. Like that's the new thing that all the, all of the news anchors are defend democracy, defend democracy. And so same thing with their democracy. Like I'm not completely sure that the Ukraine is a, is a democracy. Sure. I, I don't know that it is, but, and, and I still, I've talked to so many people about, um, about Ukraine leading up to this, 
and people and people that have uh, children and family members and stuff that would be draft age if this thing gets stupid. Mm-hmm. And all of them say the same thing. They're just not interested. And the thing is, if 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 you say that you're interested because and they start you know they started it with the sanctity of borders and stuff like that so if you say that hey what about the sanctity of our southern border then you're a racist but if you don't care about the sanctity of the ukrainian border then you're a putin operative so you know what i mean like there's there's so much Double talk that goes yeah, along. With absolutely, but one one of the things that you just said, if things get stupid, you can really take it to the bank that this this guy specifically, they send Kamala Hills up Harris over there apparently without her knee pads because it failed. So this is full fledged JV team nonsense. You're outgunned. You're outclassed. You, you and your administration is steep with obviously bungling morons who miscalculate everything with a sheer lack of experience. Even Hillary Clinton, we talked about a few weeks ago, said disparaging things about the capabilities of this administration. And when your experience is corrupt deals and not actual policy creation and and, and comprehensive, thorough, well-thought-out, and well-meaning governance, this is what you get. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who expected anything different would be a moron. His ex- Again, he's a professional at getting 10% for the big guy. You're a professional at corrupt deals. That's what you're good at. You are not good at this. So, Well, that's what I can't find anybody that's in support of it. Not that they're necessarily in support of Russia. It's, it's just being indifferent. Don't really care about Russia. Don't really care about Ukraine. Mm-hmm. What I care, and this is going back to the, the Trump era, can we please put America first? Yes, and focus I, on our country. Yes. I, you guys settle your problems. You you obviously, I mean, they, they've got their own ideals and whatnot. And and obviously Putin does. You know, he's he's got his own set of what he's trying to accomplish there. But I just don't see, and I, and I haven't talked to anybody, that's willing to lose any American lives mm-hmm. to that conflict. Absolutely. But, but remember, this right here, it's pretty indisputable. This is a direct result of the instantaneous reversal of Trump policy when this asshole, in my opinion, illegally took office. So within 48 hours, if I'm not mistaken, the Keystone XL pipeline was halted and the sanctions on the Nord Stream 2 pipeline were removed, thus setting this into motion. So again, how could this not be calculated? In my, in just my opinion, I mean, and I can see both sides. Like this is either corruption or sheer stupidity and incapability, and or maybe it's a mixture of both. Because when when you when you steal and and you it's almost like lying when you engage in the type of activity that the Biden family is not only known for is defined by. It's going to be messy. So you put this guy in, arguably the most important role on the globe right now and he's got these skeletons in his closet that, ne- that he prefers to remain hidden and it's already suspected that the Chinese have leverage via Hunter Biden on Joe Biden he's compromised in that realm it's very likely that he's compromised by the Russians and, and the Ukrainians as well it's just it's it's a precarious spot it's like a liar you, you have to perpetuate and continue this lie and now you're stuck in this disgusting web at our expense. And so for the millions, what was the story 
a couple of years ago that, that broke about the the like the mayor of Moscow's wife had transferred three and a half million to Hunter Biden. <laughs> what was that all about? And when these things occur, the mess has to be hidden and it just like a perpetuating lie that that's what they're kind of involved in. But when you said if stuff does get stupid, I, you know, I don't know that they would necessarily require a draft. I think that's absolutely with people like this at the helm, stupid things are always an absolute unequivocal possibility because this is, this is what you get. Um, and so when she, the opening clip basically asking, do you think that the, that he could is entertaining the idea of a nuclear strike? And his response was, I have no idea. Wasn't it Trump preceding the 2016 election that was going to quote unquote, get us nuked. This guy can't have the nuclear codes. And there was four years of peace. And it's almost as if these warmongering people have to get us re they have to make up for lost time with military conflict. And so Buford just pulled this up. Biden sends 7,000 troops to Germany. Germany. And, and so one of the things that was that, today. Yeah. One of the things that Biden had said is the resolve with it, the continued and long-term resolve of us and our allies, Germany and Italy are already saying they don't want to go all the way. They don't, they don't want to remove. So swift apparently is like basically the Western union of these, these big countries and these global entities to transfer money back and forth. And so they have the ability to remove Russia from them. So they won't have the capability to, to move money between countries. They're not going to do that. Russia and, or rather Germany and Italy, they're not, they're, they're, and they're going to continue with this. So you're putting sanctions on this Nord Stream 2 pipeline, but Germany and Italy apparently don't want that. So these NATO allies who we pay for yeah. their defense, you're going to continue commerce with that yes, country. Exactly. So th this is an absolute mess, which also really exemplifies Biden's inability to not only lead domestically, but amongst the NATO allies, you, you're not a leader, and neither are the people in your administration. Otherwise, this wouldn't be happening. Obama wasn't a leader either. And so, th th and that's one of the things that you can't let get conflated in the white noise. Barack Obama was no better than this. He was the same. And remember, 2014 is when they annexed Crimea, and there were sanctions then, and they didn't make a very big difference then either. The, why, and he knew this. And so, oh, you better believe that. So, what's the tweet? I, I've got the tweet. I'm, uh, which, and I mean, Obama, everybody knows he went on his infamous apology tour. Um, and and like you said, there's not really a whole lot of difference. It, it's basically just making America look weak. Sure. And I mean, for the last year, this guy's pretty well made us a laughing stock between all of his, his bumbles oh, and Oh, make no mistake, dude. They, they, they wanted him in there. Uh, uh, and Joe Biden from February, 20, uh, February 21st, 2020, tweet that this is this is spreading like wildfire at the moment and I, I got another real good one for Stephen King too my brother sent Joe Biden Vladimir Putin doesn't want me to be president he doesn't want me to be your to be our nominee if you're wondering why it's because I'm the only person in this field who's gone toe-to-toe -to -toe with him and so then he did a, a video from his basement essentially saying the same thing that, that Vladimir Putin was scared of him which like everything that comes out of Joe Biden's mouth it was complete nonsense and another it, since we're talking about tweets that didn't end well uh <laughs> <laughs> Stephen King, the horror author. Yeah. I mean, who is pretty indisputable. He's a good author, whatever. You know, he's got a, a bunch of stuff in his catalog that's good. Uh, but he's a he's a dipstick in everything, uh, every other realm. And he looks like a creepy chomo. Chomo <laughs> is short for child molester. 
cis. I didn't say he was one. I said he looked like one. And if yeah. anybody can make an argument that he's not, then they should share our podcast and email us at our new email, which is what? It's an acronym. I, I should know this. Yeah. And it it's up and going. What a bung. Like, I'm pulling Joe Biden right now. Come on, man. Yeah. What is it? In- <laughs> Info at BC. B- BL podcast.com. BCBL. BCBL podcast.com. Yeah, that's it. Everybody knows that. And it's, uh, yeah, BCBL podcast.com. And uh, that you can email us there and tell us that Stephen King looks normal. And I'll tell you, you're still wrong. <laughs> Stephen King, February 22nd, 2022. Mr. P- this is funny. Mr. Putin has made a serious miscalculation. He forgot he's no longer dealing with Trump. And so, uh, Raham Kassim, uh, and he's a good guy. he's one of the good guys. Congrats, you're the dumbest mf'er in America, <laughs> and it's true. And and that's one of the crazy things about leftists, man. Like you, like I've always said, they operate on snark and just BS. Like yeah, that's and no, I feel like he knows exactly who he's dealing with, and that's why we're getting oh for sure what we're yeah. getting right yeah. now. Yeah, he, no, he hasn't forgotten. He's he's and, and the thing, absolutely he's completely aware. The thing that the left hated about Donald Trump and how rhinos and the establishment hated about Donald Trump as far as his unpredictability and the things that he would say, like somewhat of a quote, you know, like an X factor. That's one reason globally people stayed in check because, and I think that's another, like they, they have leverage on Joe Biden. There's, there's no, there's no two ways about it. Not only do they have leverage on him, they have leverage on the people with his administration and, and ultimately they have leverage on his son that he's compromised. It's a, it's a compromising position. Because it's again, it's well known, it's well documented for the people that care to find it. Corruption across the board in all of these places. So how could you lead with with being you, you can't? Which you couldn't lead anyways, even if you weren't compromised. And again, to reiterate, this guy's strong suit is corrupt deals and Political pay-to-play, political access. That's what his son was selling was political access so he'd get 10% for the freaking big guy. So whatever that... I can't remember the numbers off the top of my head. We've talked about it ad nauseum. They're everywhere. As far as what Burisma, the Ukrainian energy company, this his son sits on the board, has zero experience in any of this, and is getting paid ridiculous sums of money. Yeah. And not to mention the video of Joe Biden talking about when, when Ukrainian government started to investigate Burisma who his son was on the board and under suspicious circumstances. And there's a lot more to this. We could talk on this subject alone for such a long time. He gets the, the lead prosecutor fired and he's on video laughing about withholding foreign aid unless they get rid of that prosecutor. What do you know? They fired him. Not to mention Vindman and the whole, you, oh, Trump and the Ukrainian phone call, all bunk because Trump was one to look into some of those things, reasonably so. And so... They try to make it something like an inappropriate thing. Again, that doesn't reek of honesty and, and a lack of corruption. That that speaks to the sheer corruption that this family is, again, not known for, but defined by. Yeah. And it's just a mess. Which so, and and not just that, but, and, and back to the, the Stephen King, the tweet, mm-hmm. talking about how he had forgotten who he's dealing with. And Putin knows exactly who he's dealing with just for the fact that Biden and his whole cabinet and it's we're not we're not concentrating on anymore getting the best person for the job uh, we're more focused on diversity and as far like as far as the Supreme Court pick it will be a black female mm-hmm. so the the Admiral for the Navy is a 
cross-dressing, you know, yes. and the, the energy. Uh, yeah, the one we covered last week. Yes, yeah. the one that we covered last week is a cross-dressing Well, the, the thing guy. is. I mean, but the thing is, like, Putin doesn't, if he doesn't respect any of that. Because and who would? Yeah, absolutely. Like he doesn't respect any of that. As a matter of fact, he looks at it as weakness. Mm-hmm. Um, because that, I, and I mean, he knows it's weakness. It just is. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if it, like Pete Buttigieg, like that guy's, he was the the what is he the secretary of the transportation? Uh, transportation, yeah. And um, and I mean that guy's going around saying bridges are racist. So like you're not the best guy for the job. And I mean he's busy chest feeding. While we had all kinds of container ships off of the West Coast, it still do. Just sit, yeah, just just hanging out. So he doesn't respect that stuff. He knows that that stuff that that type thing is 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 weakness. They don't put up with that in Russia. Um, like, and we've talked about it. The woke military ads and things that that America's put out of there. Like he it, he he knows exactly who he's dealing with. Like he this <laughs> right. this has to be laughable for him. Right, and and so, and and not only have they they fostered what you just described in our military, but I think they've also fomented a lack of of ultimate patriotism. I, I think that patriotism through multiple mechanisms is frowned upon, and at least kind of publicly starting with the Colin Kaepernick stuff, but that's infected pretty much everywhere. And so, one of the things I remember seeing last year was like the first fully gay uh, Navy helicopter squadron, and so. Dude, this is blue collar blacklisted. Like we're we don't have to bite our tongue here, and uh, and I don't intend to be disparaging and reckless for the sake of doing it. But we can say that okay, that's this this is not a beneficial thing. And I'm not a military expert, but it's it's kind of common sense that that's not good for cohesion. It's not good for morale to to have, and, and not only that, it's well, not thing. good for the appearance of ferocity and capability in a military structure that you have a gay helicopter squadron and you're celebrating because on one hand, this is supposed to be a personal thing that to keep your laws off my body. What, what happens in my bedroom is my business. We should keep it that way. And I was a fan of the don't ask, don't tell, I think is a great policy. I, I just really do. Uh, it's because, you know, in, in the military and most in most workplaces, you're not supposed to be talking about, you know, sexual things with a, with a female, a male to a female or vice versa, but this can be celebrated because of their sexuality. It doesn't make sense. There's no uniformity across the board when it comes to sexual behavior in the workplace, the military included, because again, we can celebrate the sexuality of this gay helicopter squadron, but you you know, sexual harassment still exists. And again, that, that might not be the most comprehensive and and well thought out thing. I'm obviously thinking out loud here, but it just doesn't make sense to me. And but all of this stuff that we've discussed, and I, that stuff including, ask yourself: How does this make our military better? And how does this make America stronger? It, it how, doesn't. How does any it, of that? It, how how is that better for us as a country, or better for us as a people? It, it doesn't. I, and because it's it's, it's born, I, I believe, a foreign communist influence. Russia. They keep talking about Russian disinformation which I think it's more to do with communist China, but I th- the Russian cyber Texas and the other, which I know that, that Ted Cruz some years back had done a really good job at outlining how um, the, the Chinese communist party will infect down to localized school board administrators, administrator staff. They'll focus on these people. And then through a variety of different programs, that's, that's where this sexual debauchery and nonsense infects the school and works from there up into society 
And that's what I was saying last week when you're thinking about generation after or, you know, year after year when these new people come into voting age, they've that indoctrination is spreading like wildfire. We cover it all the time. And that's one of the reasons it's important. And then inevitably those people get into positions of power within the military everywhere else. And look, look at Mark Milley talking about white rage and all, all the other, all the other things that that's how that works. But I think it's born of, of communist influence from foreign entities for sure. That, and that, and it's by design for the exact result that you see is my opinion. But as far as is, him knowing who he's dealing with, yeah, he knows exactly who he's dealing with, and they love it. And again, you can't discount that that guy could be a part of the the indoctrin or rather the the programs I just described to to infect that stuff into our military. They love it, and it's it's brilliant. It's really a brilliant thing if you think about it. That's those things don't breed ferocity, they don't breed unity, and they don't breed patriotism. All of which, in my limited opinion, are key components to having a, a strong military unit amongst a whole lot of things that I don't know. But I, I, I think those things would be crucial, and those are the opposite of the of, of what I just described. So, terrible thing. Yeah. Uh, are we ready to continue this? Because we got about it. This so, this will be about another four. Yeah, this is another four minutes of this. We may we may cut it in between. Um, but this is this is from today. I know you always stress the difference between Wall Street and Main Street, but everybody seems to be in for some economic pain. How economically painful is it going to get for people in this country? And I do have one more question. First of all, there's no doubt that when a major nuclear power attacks and invades another country, that the world is going to respond and markets can respond all over the world. So there's no doubt about that, number one. Number two, the notion that this is going to last for a long time is highly unlikely as long as we continue to stay resolved in imposing the sanctions we're going to impose on Russia, period. What's your next question? I'm sorry. The next question is, did you underestimate Putin? And would you still describe him the way that you did in the summer as a worthy adversary? At the time, he was, I made it clear, as an adversary, and I said he was worthy. I didn't underestimate him. And I've read most of everything he's written. Did you read? The, I shouldn't I'm not being a wise guy. The, you, you heard the speech he made, almost an hour's worth of speeches, why he was going into Ukraine. He has much larger ambitions in Ukraine. He wants to, in fact, reestablish the former Soviet Union. That's what this is about. And I think that his, uh, his ambitions uh, are, are completely contrary to the place where the rest of the world has arrived. You're confident that these devastating sanctions... And I'm just making a, a little note here because it, it is... Uh, it grasps my attention how he looks almost physically pained when they continue to ask him questions. Of course, he has that... At certain points, he has that, that ridiculous smirk on his face, which, again, reeks of, of unpreparedness that not only him and Kamala are both known for... Uh, but a lack, a sheer lack of confidence yeah. and just an incapability to do this job. You, and again, you're just a figurehead and it doesn't seem that you can even handle that. Like this, this is, I, I love seeing the pressure on him and I love seeing him crack and I love seeing him stress. It's a beautiful thing. It, it, it's almost like stretch Armstrong mixed with like little bendy guy, like the way you're <laughs> getting contorted. He hates it. And I think it's beautiful because bear with me on this one. Like I, I, I got to say it because it's, it's the truth. 
we're dealing with the fallout and the ramifications of a stolen election. We, you can never forget that. And I'm stuck way back here in, in, in November of 2020 in a stolen election. Like, we're, we're way back here. And this, this will only get worse from here. And this is the very beginning. We're still, this is, this, so we're just over a year in. And, you know, people are thinking that, oh, 2022, you know, it's going to be this red wave. And even November of 2022 is a long way away when stuff like this is going on. And like you said, a nuclear power, one of the superpower, that's who you're dicking with. And, oh, Donald Trump, like, uh, to, to reiterate, Donald Trump was the one that's going to get us nuked. What, what do you think now? And it's crazy because I, I, where are the Democrats? What, like, have you, did you meet any Democrats today? All of a sudden, nobody's a Democrat. Now, there's a few Democrat trolls left on these comment forums, and you know who's engaging with them. It's me. They still haven't called in, though. I give everybody this invitation. and No takers. No takers. Not yet. It'd be, it's a... Uh, is, is our phone number on our new website? I need to start. I need, oh, that's it. I got to put our website and some of my, my new, the new website and some of my screen names so that maybe they'll click on it. If it is, that's probably why nobody's calling because the new website's not up, but the email works. Well, son of a, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm. okay. Uh, yeah, but it'll be interesting to see what Russia's other buddy superpower is going to do in the next few days. China, they're always they're they're already invading the Taiwanese airspace. So yeah, I know it. That's that's it's a given. Like, the, and and that's it. This is a golden opportunity for the bullies of the world to do whatever it is that they want to do. Yeah, and and this is why I say back to the America First agenda, because if we overextend ourselves, fooling with this would be prime time for China mm -hmm. to to do some kind of. I mean, who knows what, whether it be, you know, nuclear weapons, whatever. Um, but fighting a war on two fronts is not smart. Well, and, and, and it's it's not working out for Ukraine right now. They're fighting on three different fronts. And and as far as the allies in NATO, they're showing right now what their capabilities aren't. The the principle of strength through peace works both ways. So strength through peace, like the the bad dude in the room that nobody's going to mess with, war through weakness. This guy sees your weakness, he exploits it, and look what he's done. He's, he started a war because you're weak. So it works both ways. Which one of the things I wanted to touch, that first question that he asked is how much are we all going to suffer? And he, he was talking about the markets and how they change and how – how the markets are, are going to change and with with any kind of conflict and stuff, which pretending like the market just started changing, mm -hmm. you know, yes. Like, yes. like because of this is why we've been experiencing yeah, so it, loads of inflation right. over the last year and increased uh, prices at the grocery store, increased gas prices, things like that. So like this didn't just start. Right, so the, the basically is a is a political it's, tactic for 2022. Yes. They could blame it on Vladimir Putin, the big Russian, you know, crazy guy. And so I think what he's talking about, though, when he says the market's going to change, is because the stock market tanked today, and the fuel prices are going to go up. Because if you look at the markets, I mean, there was a massive correction today in in the stock market. 
I think that's what he's talking Personally, about. Personally, I love it. I, I think it's a beautiful thing. And to to go back to 2016 one more time, if Hillary Clinton didn't get elected, the stock markets were going to go into the toilet. You'd be paying all this high price, gas price then. Didn't happen. They were wrong, like always, because they're a bunch of lying scumbag. Almost said a really bad word, really bad, that I've never even tried to say on here one time. That was going to be bad. It, reminds, it, 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 it sounds like sock cuckers. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, you know, it, it, they, that's what they are. So, and here you have everything that y'all predicted. So, I, I, I love it. Keep voting Democrat. And so, with, with the, the automotive line that I'm in work with, some, uh, a Democrat voter is calling today. Hey, I need, I need this so I can get this job done. I'm, I've been out of that for a little while. Well, how am I going to GD get these cars fixed? I don't know, buddy. I got a good idea. Maybe you should keep pulling the lever for Democrats. That'd be a good. That'd be a good idea because of Donald Trump's mean tweets, and the people are mad at Donald Trump because he said that what Vladimir Putin is doing was a brilliant move. Oh, he's he's glorifying. You know what? This this happened on Joe Biden's watch, and so we're still all fixating on Trump because, and I, the Democrats know people have a thirst for Donald Trump. I don't give a crap what anybody says. They, they want the comprehensive leadership back. And what does it say about Trump's lack of political experience and versus his political success? This guy's supposed abundance of political experience, same as with Hillary Clinton, and your sheer lack of, of success. It, if you can't see this, you're an idiot. So, what, what is this here? That's what you were just talking about. Yeah. And... Because he's a businessman. I mean, that's what it says. It says. During an event at Mar-a-Lago Wednesday, Trump said he's taking over a country for $2 worth of sanctions. I'd say that's pretty smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's taking over a country, literally a vast, vast location, a great piece of land with a lot of people and just walking right in. This would have never happened ever in a million years. It would have never happened. Hey, can you go back up real quick? Uh, back down to what you just read. I, w- I want I want to try oh, this okay. on for size. I want to give it a whirl, dude. <laughs> He's taking <laughs> over a country, literally a vast, vast location, a great piece of land with a lot of people, a lot of people, and just walking right in. This would have never happened ever in a million years. It would have never happened if you think about it. <laughs> Any, Trump said pretty smart. I mean, he's taking over a country for two dollars worth of sanctions. I'd say that's pretty smart. He's, he's taking over a country, a, really a vast, vast location, a great piece of land with a lot of people and just walking right in. This would have never happened ever in a million years. Would have never happened. And I know him very well. I know him probably almost as well as I know anybody in this room. Yeah, dude. Like, I guarantee you, there's a lot of former Democrats today. Like, they ain't gonna admit it. Like, because <laughs> they're boastful and prideful people. Uh, and I, you know, I remember too. Uh, in the 20, 2012 campaign cycle, Barack Obama mocked Sarah Palin. SNL mocked Sarah Palin. Oh, I can see Russia from my house, which she never said, by the way. Uh, she said that you could see Russia from the coast of Alaska. And they mocked her for that. And in fact, they just they they were doing interviews. People thought that that she really said that because of what Tina Fey did as the character of Sarah Palin on SNL. But Barack Obama had also mocked Mitt Romney, who is a scumbag, but he mocked him for saying that that Vladimir Putin was still a threat. 
because they had nuclear power and he's like, welcome, you know, you know, welcome, you know, 1980 called. They, it was some along the lines that, you know, 1980 yes. called. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Keep voting Democrat is the only thing I can say. I love it. It's beautiful. Hey, man, if, if you like this, keep voting Democrat. I mean, I don't want to hear, I, I don't want to hear anybody complaining, which granted, the Democrat, Joe Biden didn't legitimately win. And remember, they, they cheated in Georgia for, for those two Senate seats. They didn't legitimately win there either. So, and because uh, I think it's in the, the November election cycle, the governor of Georgia will be up and Stacey Abrams will be running. Yeah, was it Herschel Walker? He's, yes. he's in there. He's one of yeah. them. But I don't know how serious of a contender it is because right now the primary looks like it's going to shake out to be, it'll be uh, Kemp versus, uh, which is the, the current governor. And then uh, who is the, uh, the senator that lost, the male senator that lost there? along with Loeffler, Purdue, which if she wins, and this is the reason I'm saying this because I thought it was clear and it's terrible. I'm sorry. I apologize in advance. But if Stacey, if Stacey Abram wins, she will be lard and in charge. <laughs> so we can, uh, you want to finish out that video? I knew this, I knew that one video would carry us a long way. So we're, we're flying by the seat of our pants on this show. So we had a lot of good stuff. We had so much good stuff for this week in Idiot Cross-Dressing, Confused Moron, Pervert, Democrat, Nutjob, Wackos. I don't know if we're going to be able to get to it, though, because this took precedent. Yeah, So as it should. Yeah. All right, hit it. ...are going to be as devastating as Russian missiles and bullets and tanks. Yes, Russian bullets, missiles, and tanks in Ukraine. Yes, I am. <laughs> Sanctions cannot stop President Putin. What penalty can? I didn't say sanctions couldn't stop him. You've been talking about the threat of these sanctions for several weeks now. Yes, but the threat of the sanctions and imposing the sanctions and seeing the effect of the sanctions are two different things. They're two different things. And we're now going to, he's going to begin to see the effect of the sanctions. Can can you pause that just for a split second? I I won't make this long, but. How will that change? Is he trying to convince her or himself? Yeah. I mean, it. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Anyways, and man, I've seen like the the body language experts and stuff that that have that have analyzed Putin and analyzed Biden, and just their just their demeanor, the way they the way they talk, the way they carry themselves, the eye contact that they make or don't make, and just the way he's he just doesn't instill anyone with confidence. Right. Yeah. Did you see, I know I just showed mm-hmm. it to you, but did you see the video of Putin telling the in, in the conference earlier before he invaded Ukraine, the guy that was stuttering, to speak clearly <laughs> because he was so nervous? I'd imagine so. <laughs> if you didn't see it, yeah. I'll pull it up after this. And you can see the demeanor between the two guys. Yes. I mean, the comment section under that, everybody's saying you can see the guy's soul leave his body. Yeah. And, and that's a thing like when that guy doesn't mince words and he's unapologetic for the things that he says, he's, he's not going to go. I'm like, we just talked about on the Obama apology tour. He's not sorry about it. Like he'll stare you right in the eyes. He'll own whatever it is, right, wrong, or indifferent. And he's confident. Well, but, but make no mistake, this is an evil man we're, we're, we're talking about. He's, he's not a good person. He's a terrible man. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and when you're talking about the body language, these are both. Yeah, the reason that guy was scared is because he's scared for his life. Yeah, <laughs> and so it, it, uh, you've got two evil men, but 
Vladimir Putin is a thug. And evil in different ways. Sure, certainly. And, and Vladimir Putin uh, is former KGB. He's he's a scary guy, sure. And, and he, But he, and he's, he's a thug. He's a bully. Whereas Joe Biden would be this nasty, slimy, used car salesman yes. that doesn't look you in the eye. Like, he, he prefers to rip you off. He's just a con man, a lying con man. But, but answer me this. One of those personality types demands respect. Absolutely, hundred percent. Yes. The other one, the other one doesn't doesn't require respect because he's he's made he's enriched himself through a con game. Whether so, you like the guy, whether you like him, love him, hate him, whatever, you'll respect him because it's absolutely necessary. Sure. I mean, if you're in Russia, yeah. I mean, you're not gonna. Oh, you're not you're not going to sit there and talk about Vladimir Putin the way that we're talking about Joe Biden right now and get away absolutely. with it for very long. Yeah, and like you said, the guy's I mean, he's absolute evil guy. Mm-hmm. But we wouldn't be able to do this podcast in Russia. No, no, <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, if they had their way, we wouldn't do it here either. Yeah, that's why we had to change our name. That's correct. Change his mindset here, given he's because attacking we're so Ukraine weak in we his country that he'll have to make a very, very difficult choice as to whether to continue to move toward being a second-rate power or, in fact, respond. You said in recent weeks that big nations cannot bluff when it comes to something like this. You recently said that the idea of personally sanctioning President Putin was on the table. Is that a step that you're prepared to take? And if not... It's not a bluff. It's on the table. Sanctioning President Putin? Yes. Why not sanction him today, sir? Mr. President? Why not sanction him today, sir? Mr. President, if I can, you detailed some severe and swift new sanctions today and said the impact it will have over time. But given the full-scale invasion, given that you're not pursuing uh, disconnecting Russia from what's called SWIFT, the international banking system, or other sanctions at your disposal, respectfully, sir, what more are you waiting for? Specifically, with the sanctions we've imposed exceed SWIFT. The sanctions we imposed exceed anything that's ever been done. The sanctions we imposed have generated two-thirds of the world joining us. They are profound sanctions. Let's have a conversation in another month or so to see if they're working. Yeah, that, that, all we have to do is wait another month and see yeah. if they work. Well, meanwhile, meanwhile, everybody's paying more for everything. Oh, yeah, but to pretend you care about life while people are getting killed. And one of the things, man, that maybe I'm out in left field and people think this is crazy, Like, but because what we just described is, as far as the way the government is ran – in Russia, a lot of those people that are having to do killing aren't doing it for patriotic reasons. Like they, I mean, they don't really have a choice. So the, like the trigger men, like that's a, that's a, I, 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 I literally feel terrible for those people that have to do that. If that's not where they want to be, cause there's a high likelihood of that they don't. And that, that, that would, cause I, you know, imagine, cause I was looking at some of the video of, of these airstrikes. If you're the, if you're the trigger man, like blowing up these, these buildings, that's, that's that's I feel bad for anybody that has to do that if that's not where they want to be. That's just awful, dude. But uh, and obviously, I feel bad for the people on the receiving end. It's just a bad situation, and it could have been prevented. This this is a direct result of their policies. You know, it's kind of like when Obama was president, and there was pictures of him riding that beach bicycle, <laughs> and then you had yeah. a picture yeah. of you know Putin on a yeah. horse. Mom jeans yeah, throwing yeah. the first pitch like bare a girl. Chested. Yeah, yeah. bare chested. Well, I mean, even stuff. the even what we just watched um, with the fake president saying when he was talking to Peter Ducey, he said, I'm, I'm not trying to be a wise guy. 
and he mm-hmm. kind of backed up and punted and rephrased what it was that yeah. he was going to say. Like, if you're talking to Putin, he's just going to be a wise guy if that's the mood that the guy's in. Like, well, he's not going to apologize for sure, it. Sure, but... And you're just going to sit back and take your talking to. Obviously, we're, we're a, a constitutional republic, and you... I, I don't want a leader like Vladimir Putin. I mean, that... that no, sir. We, you sh- they shouldn't behave like that. Um, so, I, I don't know that it, it's, it's not an apples and apples comparison, but I get it, but... Um, you I'm know, just saying that's all the more reason why we need a strong leader. Oh, sure. Like you, the, you need somebody that can that can face. I mean, at least look this guy in the eye. Because yeah, I mean, but they said that Joe Biden did on a video conference. Yeah, from yeah, his no, basement. I mean, yes. eating ice cream with sprinkles <laughs> after his nap. And now as an extra added bonus, I didn't see this. So, oh, you didn't see this. Yeah, Nancy Pelosi confuses Hungary and Ukraine. If you look at them, okay, great, awesome. This drunk old bimbo. Yeah, here we go. What a winch. Which they have taken over by hand. You know, it's still a danger now to Ukraine. And then you see Poland and Romania and all of those countries just abutting uh, Russian influence. There you go. I'm still just as lost on what she was talking about as, but like before the video started, I still. What are you talking about, yeah, you that's old it. bat? <laughs> I, it's just kind of the same as the George. Like we owe a great debt to George Kirby. She ref, she routinely referred to George Floyd as George Kirby. So that's I, which. Yeah, you're just a stupid old bobblehead. Yeah, and that's why we here at, at uh, Blue Collar Blacklisted refer to George Floyd as Saint George Kirby. He's a saint. <laughs> Look at the comment. Michael Jackson has let himself go. <laughs> uh. Okay, so stop. here we go. So this is obviously a, a moron Democrat, so there, there are still a few left. So that's our RNC research. Catch Democrats in the slip of the tongue moments and broadcast it, to show, broadcast it to show them in poor light. Yes, because you would never do that the way they did with a coffee tweet when Trump misspelled coffee, like which was obviously a, an obvious typo. Coffee, which is what I call coffee at my house now. It's coffee. We call it Kothebe, that's what we're calling it. Or with just anything in general as far as taking things out of context like we've seen here lately with yes. Joe Rogan. And, uh, yeah. I mean, anybody else, You, I mean, pick one. Yeah. But, yeah, like you people don't try and cancel people on a daily basis based, based on a, a typo or a slip of the tongue or taking something out of context. Like, yeah, sit down. You're done. Yeah. What do we got next? So, next up is... Senior citizen. <laughs> that's what he was. That's what he was referred to off air. Uh, the senior citizen senator. You can't say that five times fast. From South Carolina, Lindsay has been referred to as Lindsey Gramnesty. If you've ever heard yes, of that guy. Yeah. Um, one one thing I've been curious about lately. He's every time I see him in an interview, he's got these those circle band aids all over his face. Yeah. What What is that about, dude? That's a good question. Do you have <laughs> acne? You got pimp boy? What? Yeah. Warts? You're just getting old? You just fall, that, fall down? Is or? that compound W? What is that? <laughs> like, do you have a warty face? I don't know. I don't like Lindsey Graham. Yeah. He's a terrible person. Yeah. And But as far as like a uh, uh, modern, like the stereotypical 
rhino game plan for for keeping viability politically and, and staying in office. This guy, he is probably the best fence rider. And again, not not to people like us that pay attention, but due to to kind of an apolitical or just even like a, a stereotypical Republican that that maybe watches Fox News. Yeah, he is the best at riding defense. He's he's the yeah, best. Yeah, he's kind of a mealy mouth. Oh yeah, um, he's he's a two faced rat sack of doo doo. Yeah. PG. That's pretty well said. Yeah. We're keeping, is, it, we're keeping it friendly for the kids. This is him talking about how... Pooh bag. Because, and, and the thing is, like, we talked a lot um, last week about the Canadian truckers and how that everybody, everybody was slowly figuring out how big of a role that they played and that everybody was going to suffer if those guys didn't do their job. So, and, and here's Lindsey Graham telling us now that because of conflicts overseas and countries that we'll probably never see, that we're also going to have to suffer and sacrifice. Yeah, we'll never see the Ukraine. I mean, if you want to see Ukraine, you can just go to Detroit because they're going to look the same here in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Home roasted, blue-collar blacklisted. My point to people here at home is you can expect gas prices to go up. You can expect food costs to go up. And I can tell you from history, anytime we sit silent and watch the rights of one group be eviscerated. It's just a matter of time that it comes back to haunt us. So that's pure comedy that sitting around watching other people's freedoms be eviscerated. Like everybody sat by mm -hmm. when Justin Trudeau yes. was eviscerating freedom. And, and they'll in, do the, in in the January 6th right now. Like yes. it, it's insane. Like the people that are sitting in, in jail, Rodney, it's applicable to so many scenarios. And and that, again, that that guy and and he's been on Hannity and and I I don't know I don't think he does much with Tucker Carlson I don't think he goes I don't think that he's ever been on Tucker Carlson to my knowledge I know he hasn't recently, uh, but he's been on Hannity and plenty of times and like they do this fake little song and dance about you know taking him to task and holding him accountable but yeah he he's awful I got family that lives in South Carolina and they don't want to vote for him or Nancy Mace. And Nancy Mace is in the House of Representatives, and I think this was her first term. Trump endorsed her. She did an about-face, turned on Donald Trump like so many, and Nikki Haley and others, turned on Donald Trump. And so he is supporting her opponent to primary her. So after he endorses her opponent, she goes in front of Trump Tower and tries to make an appeal to, to Trump's voting base, which ended about like you had expected it would. Like, she just got soundly mocked, and now that she's trying to, oh, no, I don't want your votes anyway. Oh, good, because you're not going to get them. <laughs> That sounds like a plan. Yeah, but it, it, it is despicable. Lindsey Graham is just despicable. But he and and that. But what the thing is, like you, you, people like that, and I've talked about it, like sitting looking down from your ivory tower, like rising gas prices aren't going to make no. a bit of difference in Lindsey Graham's day to day. Mm -hmm. like it, rising food cost isn't going to make a difference. Yeah, and it was already occurring. Anyway, like you said earlier, yes. this, these things were already occurring. Let's not pretend that they have anything to do in relation to just this. Yes. And this is going to accentuate and amplify your the prior bad decisions that have led us to this point to begin with. This is... And, but but like, that's what I was kind of getting at. If you're, you're talking about sitting idly by while, these, while, while their freedoms are being eviscerated mm -hmm. over in Ukraine, mm -hmm. but... Why is that so different and so important? Why have we put that to the forefront of everything above all things here? 
domestically. Because and, they're lying in their pockets with corrupt money. I, yeah, I, I, and, I, and I mean, even like I said, our neighbors to the north, what about their freedoms that... I mean, you don't have to make a very far trek to be in their backyard. What about their freedoms? Well, what about so, the Uyghur Muslims' freedom? But that's what I'm saying. Like, why is this so at the forefront of the the freedom issues? Why? Would why? You, why, why, why do you think? I'm, it would almost have to go back to what you said about being corrupt. Like, you have to, you have to owe the Biden family has to owe. The Ukrainians, the Russians, somebody absolutely are military Follow contractors. Yeah, military Follow contractors. I, I don't know. Are Joe Biden? Are you whispering? Yeah. <laughs> no. Follow the money. <laughs> yeah. No. Absolutely. I, I'm glad it's not just me out left field thinking this because like, I haven't been reading any opinion on you know like in media. I've just been reading the happenings, and so I don't know if other people are saying that or not. Follow the money. But Come it's, on, man. Come on. It's uh it just seems obvious to me that, that yeah, you you think about the how crackhead his son is. Come on, man. <laughs> think about his teeth. Just, and the amount of on, meth man. that has passed by him. Like they the amount of meth that has flown been sucked through the crevices in his gaping Let, teeth. Let's say you go to eight years of college it, it whatever prestigious university for and you land a job at Barisma legitimately this dude walks in and sits at the table with said teeth <laughs> and no experience and no input and just sits in the like you're not going to have any questions about this he shows up he's cracked out he's in a pair of sandals mm-hmm. like some cut off jean shorts you know mm-hmm. and a polo and his hair is all disheveled and he's got a prostitute on his side. And a pipe in a shirt pocket. Yes. But a it's cute, not a crack pipe. It's just a regular it, pipe. It is a glass pipe, and you can see it because it's printing, like, in his front <laughs> shirt pocket. I'm you just know saying. for sure it is a crack pipe. The truth is stranger than fiction. That's all there is to this. This is simple stuff. And, and it, it it's not that complex. It's just not. Corruption hap- it exists. You're a, a key player in said corruption. And like you said... You owe them at our expense. So we're basically repaying, the American taxpayer is yet again repaying the debt for you and your crackhead son is the way I see it. Again, or am I <laughs> like that? It's a transfer of wealth from the American taxpayer to you, your crackhead son, and foreign entities. That's all there is to it. And energy is it, with these pipelines and everything else, this is it's the energy sector. And so that's hub centric to this whole affair. You're on the, the board of Barisma Energy. It's just, it, it, it's obvious. And again, I, look, I'm not, I'm not a detective. I'm not gonna, I can't give you a blueprint of what happened. But right before the, the election, you had that guy turn on him. What, what was it? It was a funny name. I think it was like an Italian name, the big fat guy. Yeah. Sobrano? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Tony. He's a fag. So I can't remember where we were at. And so next we're on the, the this is the Guardian. Uh, so that's that paper based out of the UK because so, uh, so many of the American papers tried to word this because this wasn't on many conservative websites, so they tried to word it a certain way. But this is basically more wily coyote nonsense from the Democrats. So key inquiry into Trump's finances this is the thing that was going on in New York. Finances in jeopardy as two prosecutors resign. 
Kerry Dunn and Mark Pomerantz of the Manhattan District Attorney's Office quit amid signs that the move on Trump is stalling. And what, one of the things that I, I, I meant to, to talk about the, the other day uh, with, with Joe Rogan is how, you know, Trump had said he shouldn't apologize and, and Joe Rogan immediately apologized. You know, there was supposed to be this N-word tape that was going to come out. And Omarosa said that she had heard Donald Trump use the N-word and Tom Arnold was just on this big mission, this escapade to get Donald Trump, the, we're going to find that tape. Uh, Avenatti went after him and the, the media glorified him. He said that Trump was going to be locked up and Trump Jr. was going to be locked up and now he's locked up. And so you're just a bunch of bungling clowns. Like, again, the Wiley Coyote or, or whoever, like, I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for your snooping kids. Like, Garger, like, that's not Garger, that's uh, Scooby-Doo. Sh- yeah, Scooby-Doo, yeah. but Garger Mail from the Smurf. It's all the same. You, you're all those combined with this idiotic nonsense that you're going to get this dude. And like when people are talking about, you know, DeSantis versus Trump, Trump thus far is, I'm knocking on wood. It's untouchable. Like you, the guy never did any of those things. You can't catch him. You people are chasing your tail in circles from one fake Russian collusion, whatever, blah, 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 blah. It, it always fails. The Vindman thing I mentioned earlier, it's all failures. And this is no different. So here we go. One of the most aggressive criminal investigations against Donald Trump. And that's one of the, the most aggressive, okay. But most aggressive doesn't mean that anything actually happened. There we go. Against Donald Trump appears to be running into the sand after the two leading prosecutors in the Manhattan District Attorney's Office investigating the former president's finances resigned. The inquiry by Manhattan prosecutors into the operations of Trump and the Trump Organization has been among the most dangerous of the many legal perils facing him. The investigation, which began in August of 2018 under the former district attorney Cyrus Vance and continued under incumbent Alvin Bragg, has dug even deeper into alleged discrepancies in the value of the family's assets in an effort to show a pattern of fraudulent behavior. According to the New York Times, the two top prosecutors on the case, Carrie Dunn and Mark Pomerantz, quit the proceedings amid signs that the move on Trump is stalling as it reaches a make-or-break moment. The Manhattan, District's, the Manhattan District's attorney office confirmed to the Guardian that Dunn and Pomerantz had resigned. They said in a statement that they were grateful for their service. The statement also insisted that the investigation into Trump finances was, quote, ongoing. The newspaper reports that a grand jury convened under the Manhattan investigation as the first step towards indicting the former president has gone si- silent for the past month. With no witnesses called before it, anonymous sources told the Times that Bragg, who took over the investigation when he began as DA in January, had indicated that he was uncertain about taking the case to the next level. Hmm, wonder why. Whatever Bragg decides to do in the coming days and weeks, it is clear that his office has been under mounting pressure recently as the inquiry reached a critical stage. Prosecutors were aware that the clock is running down as the present grand jury's term comes to an end in April. It was always going to be a tough call whether or not to pursue Trump all the way to court as a criminal proceeding the standard of proof is high. Not only would Trump have to be found guilty, quote, beyond a reasonable doubt, but prosecutors would have to show that he willfully committed the crime. Hard to do in cases of alleged financial fraud. (laughs) They would have got away with it (laughs) if it wasn't for the snooping kids, too. And the thing is, like, and it, it... you know it sucks for him because before this guy started running for president, everybody loved him. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was among anyone, any demographic. This is the most nobody. ostracized person on the planet. Yes. Without he was in Home Alone. Yeah. I mean, the the, I mean, like, the they went through a montage of, like, 
rappers that came out hating Donald Trump mm-hmm. that that had rap songs including him and talking about it oh, whatnot um, beforehand, like back in the you know the early two thousand stuff like that. But and I mean everybody loved the guy, and then he doesn't line up with anybody politically or you know with with the left politically. So it's just like hit piece after hit piece from then on out, and the guy's like, you know, you get exhausted with. It's like, what kind of nonsense suit are you going to file now? How how many more times do I have to prove my innocence? Yeah, I can, I, I, dude, it just I, I think that it reaffirms people's uh, fondness for the guy. Like to see to see the dude get attacked like that and then still persevere and still win, and them lose like. That's a loss for them yet again, which the thing is they can continue to lose and it's irrelevant to them. They'll just keep throwing until they, they're not going to find anything that's going to stick. But of course they're just trying to do things to avert him from running in 2024, which I don't think they're going to, they're, they're never going to hit pay dirt. And we've got two on everybody's favorite creepy uh, bill. Or I'm, I'm sorry, Jeffrey Epstein, best friend, Bill Gates, close friends. In fact, that's why Bill Gates is no longer with that other man that he was married to Melinda. <laughs> is because of his connections to Jeffrey Epstein. So, and yeah, we haven't talked a lot about COVID yet today because uh, COVID's gone now because yeah, of what we just talked about. Completely gone. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, like, dude, which, and it's, you know, it's still a thing. It's, it's still a real thing. It's still killing people. And that's why Putin has said that all of his soldiers will maintain social distancing while taking over the Ukraine <laughs> and wear a mask. But are they diverse though? Because a gas diversity mask. is important. How diverse is uh, is his military? Yeah, that's a no go. But well, they are going to social distance. Then how 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 are they winning? I mean, how do they have military capability and readiness if they're not diverse? Isn't that a core key component? I thought it was too, and I'm kind of at a loss. I don't know really how. We. I, 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 I mean, yeah, I don't know how us. they're doing it. So, yeah, here's this creepy pedophile putting on a mask. Gosh, <laughs> this lesbian looks so bad. She does, doesn't she? she what, a, what a creepy lesbian. Yeah. She's, I don't know. If that guy, if this if this lesbian's not taking a Dernochrome, I'm Santa Claus. Yeah. Her and Ellen go to the same barber. <laughs> yes. What's that, what's <laughs> that headline? The, this is on Breitbart. They've got the same disheveled hair. Bill Gates, quote, sadly, Omicron is a type of vaccine. Get out to the world faster. Sadly, and this shows you where this dirtbag's intentions lie. And so there's a, just a beautiful picture of him that we were just describing. Billionaire Bill Gates admitted that the Omicron variant has created a high level of natural immunity and has moved out into the world faster than the vaccines. Speaking at the Munich Security Conference, the Microsoft co-founder was asked to assess where the world is today regarding the pandemic in light of vaccines. We don't know why he was asked this because, again, he's a software developer, not a medical professional. And he's an idiot hack and scumbag pro population control wacko. Pedo. That that was blue collar blacklisted words. <laughs> yeah, that, and that's what I was gonna say. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna file this under like he's not an idiot. He doesn't cross dress that we know of. He's not confused that he's not a moron. So this week in moron <laughs> pervert democrat nut job wackos, we have Bill Gates. So that's just, you know, not to be confused with our other segment. <laughs> <laughs> Weekend idiot <laughs> cross dressing confused more on pervert Democrat nut job wackos. And the thing is, like you do that, he's been to Epstein's Island, so I don't necessarily put cross dressing past him. 
Yeah. I, like, I mean, if you're a pedo, what do we really put past you? Oh, that's a great point. This, bear with me, people. I'm sorry. This is like I said, we're flying by the seat of the pants. So hold on. More on pervert, Democrat, pedo, nut job, wacko, Jeffrey Epstein, best friend this week. Blue collar blacklisted. So, hey, share our podcast while you're at it. So here we go. I'm picking up from after the sentence that I added or paragraph. He lamented that the world has failed to distribute vaccines faster, allowing for the virus to mutate into the Omicron variant that has infected many people as hospitalization rates decline. Quote, sadly, the virus itself, particularly the variant called Omicron, is a type of vaccine that is it creates both B cell and T cell immunity and it's done a better job getting out to the world population than we have with vaccines, he lamented. Gates... Gates noted the surveys in Africa that show up to 80% of people have either been vaccinated or have been infected with one of the variants. Quote, that means that the chance of severe disease, which is mainly associated with being elderly and having obesity or diabetes, which is the opposite of what they said at the beginning of all this for a very long time, those risks are now dramatically reduced because of that infection exposure, he said. Despite this, Bill Gates emphasized that the world moved too slowly to create an adequate therapeutic and moved too slowly in vaccine distribution. Quote, it's sad we didn't do a great job on therapeutics only two years in, and we have a good therapeutic. Vaccines have took us two years to be in oversupply. Today, there are more vaccines than there are demand for vaccines, he said. Next time, instead of making it two years, we should make it more like six months, he concluded. Hmm, Really? That seems like a great idea. Well, and you hopefully should... there's not a next time for one. And for two, maybe you could cool your jets on making vaccines that are, I don't know, unproven. Well, that way we can all just get, you know, we can all get vaccinated and then get boosted and then have an absolute freaking flip out and crack our skull on a stage. Like, <laughs> or, yeah, you can not be pass... able, or not be able to walk anymore. Yeah, but could, it's still worth it. I could just pass out in the show. Fine. I, yeah, I don't know that coming out with it too slowly was necessarily the problem. I'm I'm gonna have to disagree with. with <laughs> it's true. I'm just laughing because it, it's it true. Seems like it was rushed and unproven, and yeah, I don't I don't know that. It, dude, and and that's the thing. Like it, they come out with it in two years, and I don't trust it, and I don't trust them. So and so you're so saying it, faster is better. Faster would be more trustworthy because you're they're gonna probably do a better <laughs> job faster. Yeah, yeah. yeah when you rush through something, it usually works. Yeah, like, if you come out with it in six months, yeah, I definitely trust look, it. Look, if you, which, because I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> what am I? Not serious. <laughs> I know that you have an affinity for baking things. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so whenever you're, you're in your. right, I'm wearing my favorite <laughs> oven mitt right now. Yeah, so like when. <laughs> Whenever you're okay, baking, okay, I'm interested to see where this is going. No, I'm just saying when you're when answer. you're when you're baking your favorite whatever cake that you love to bake mm-hmm. so much, and it says you got to bake it for an hour. Man, let's just turn the heat up double, and we can half the time, right? That's yeah, that sounds better. Or let's not turn the heat up double, and let's just do it half the time. Tastes great, <laughs> less filling. I don't know. This show is not going off the rails. This is good, right? Right. This past Friday. President Joe Biden extended the national pandemic emergency, emergency first declared in March of 2020. Quote, there remains a need to continue this national emergency, the president said in a letter to Congress. The COVID-19 pandemic continues to cause significant risk to the public health and the safety of the nation. I would like to see him expound on that with or without a teleprompter. You're going to get the same result. 
More than 900,000 people in this nation have perished from the disease, and it is essential to continue to combat and respond to COVID-19 with the full capacity and capability of the federal government, he continued. Therefore, I have determined that it is necessary to continue the national emergency. And now let's read the comments. Breitbart's rich with comments. They're usually really good. Oh, they went straight for the jugular on that one. Yeah, 572 <laughs> likes for this one. Gates and his ilk are a virus that needs to be eradicated. Yeah. Yeah, this was not as funny as I thought it would be. Yeah, this kind of went dark. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not disagreeing. Whatever, dude. Really I, jumped up a notch. What you mean? Like, good luck with killing him, like all the adrenochrome. <laughs> I thought there would be some more jokes. Like, l- listen... When we get off air, I will get in. I will get in on this, and and I'll just make light of him being a lesbian. <laughs> <clears throat> Rob's comment: Red states in general, and the evangelical Christians specifically, are having the last laugh on COVID. They generally refuse the vaccine and all dangerous boosters, and now have the highest rates of natural immunity. So, I think he wins. All right, I think I got one more on COVID. Sounds like the faithful and the humble will inherit the earth, but my Bible says there's still a wild ride ahead. So buckle your faith belt. And so next up in our COVID section is a headline on Gateway Pundit. Registered nurse and vaccine believer develops pericarditis. We talked about somebody with that last week. After receiving booster shot, gets mocked on mocked online after blaming. Anybody want to take any guess what she blamed? Climate change. That's a great guess, but no. Just knew it was climate change. It's a person. Trump. Trump. God bless. <laughs> Trump's at it again. He's got to stop, dude. He's killing everybody. A registered nurse and vaccine believer, Juanita Charter, went on her social media and shared how her views about the vaccine had changed after being diagnosed with pericarditis last January 21st. Juanita got her booster shot on of Pfizer mRNA last December 23rd. She went to see cardiologist last January 21st. Due to symptoms, she started to experience on the first week of January. The result of her echocardiogram showed pericarditis. Her cardiologist told her it was due to the vaccine, and he had seen several cases of it lately. The doctor added she should not get another booster shot. Fauci disagrees. Dr. Fauci. So here's her testimony from Facebook. I debated whether or not to mention this on Facebook, but after sharing my experience on Twitter and receiving over 14,700 responses, I decided I should say something because I am an attention-starved, creepy weirdo. Most of my friends know I'm a nurse. I currently work in clinical research focusing on gastroenterology. My background is in neonatal intensive care and oncology. I have been a hard advocate for people getting vaccinated. I had no ill effects that I'm aware of from the first two Pfizer vaccines I received in April and May of 2021, not even a sore arm. I'm pretty healthy, and I don't fit in any at-risk category that I've heard of or read about. Then why'd you take it? Great question. Because she's a believer, and it's Trump's fault. Every doctor I know and trust encourages getting vaccinated, and I tend to trust their judgment. I also understand the urgency to get everyone vaccinated as a long... As the longer, is that a sheep? Yeah. As the longer the virus is around, the more opportunities it has to mutate. The idea of getting vaccinated made complete sense to me, and I and I didn't do any research on possible side effects. Hmm, that's your fault. I received a booster on 12-23-21. With this one, a couple hours later, my arm hurt so much I could barely move it. But that resolved after about 36 hours. On one three twenty two, I started having shortness of breath, chest pain, and a sustained elevated heart rate from 106 to 131 beats per minute. There were three nights in a row I couldn't sleep because my heart was pounding so hard I could feel my pulse racing and felt almost jittery 
while also feeling extremely fatigued and just not right. I saw my PCP and had, look, don't talk, we're, we've been talking about Hunter Biden. She doesn't need to be talking she, about PCP. Yeah. <laughs> had several COVID tests, PCR and rapid tests over a few days that were all negative. I have never had COVID. My PCP then referred me to a cardiologist for a, a cardiac consult. When I saw the cardiologist, he thought it was very important to do an echocardiogram right away. The echocardiogram showed I have pericarditis. The cardiologist told me he has been seen several cases lately that he believes are related to the vaccine. He mentioned he also he has also seen recent cases of myocarditis he believes are vaccine related. He advised me against any boosters in the future. Since learning this, I have been doing my own research. <laughs> And I have been enlightened by much of the information I am learning. One doctor I spoke with attempted an analogy. Quote, if everyone in an office got the vaccine and one person got into a car wreck, would you say it was due to the vaccine? My response is, that is not an analogy. Another doctor said, they did not see an increased risk of pericarditis with the vaccination at all, just myocarditis. That does not mean 100% that it couldn't be from the vaccine, but statistically, incredibly unlikely. Really? Emphasis. All one has to do is look at the package insert section. Why would you do that? Quote, full prescribing information contents next to section five, warnings and precaution, item 5.2, myocarditis and pericarditis. But don't take, don't take anybody else's word for it. Just read the pamphlet. Well, that's a thing. Like when she went to do all her research and stuff, all that disinformation and misinformation, mal, malinformation, yes. like you, you can't believe any of that stuff, lady. Sure. I mean, even if you would have read it before, do you think you would have listened Absolutely. to all that, dis no. to that disinformation? It's just the mal of it. No. It's malicious. I can't say with certainty the vaccine caused my pericarditis, but what? But from what I have learned in the past week, I wouldn't say it was statistically incredibly unlikely, as every day I'm learning about more cases, including among people I know personally. I'm no expert, and I've just started gathering data regarding this. But you trusted the signs. I'm also not opposed to vaccines. I just want to share my experience as I think it's happening to others with a higher incident Incidents most of us, pardon me, have been made aware of. I think it's worthy of further investigation. On her Twitter account, Juanita accused President Trump regarding the adverse effects and the vaccine and misinformation on the government. Quote, I would like to remind those of you blaming adverse effects and misinformation on the government, along with the legal immunity for Pfizer and Moderna, that it was the previous administration who spearheaded this. TFG, the former guy, is the one who promised vaccines in record time and frequently bragged about it, she said. Her statement le le leads to disappointment from other Twitter users. One user replied, so close to seeing the light, but then you blame Trump still in the dark, shaking my head. <laughs> so, and another, Trump is not a doctor. He did not make the damn shot. So much for you not bringing politics into the discussion. Another one. Oh, so it's Trump's fault the FDA officials that want to work with Big Pharma after retiring ignored every regulation to pass dangerous failed vaccines. LOL, you, be quote, believe in science, but you don't believe in corruption and human nature. Trump's fault. <laughs> uh, another. I believe your anger is misdirected. This administration could have stopped it instead of blocking info and treatment. Republican and Republicans and Democrats are and Uniparty keep, keeping us divided. Be open to see... Dr. Malone videos, Malone voted for Biden is vaxxed with a vax injury. They have been warning us. Malone's the one that, that got Joe Rogan in so much hot water for being on his show. Uh, I didn't realize that, I didn't, which I haven't listened to him. I've read some of his stuff, but I didn't realize that he was a Biden voter. I don't know if that's true or not. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but yeah, that's our COVID section. Trump's yeah. fault. Like, she was. Yeah. She was so close. 
and then just went right back. I mean, just, you know. Well, there's got to be somebody to blame. She's the victim here. She has, it has to be somebody. Why not be Trump? Yeah. Because he's so bad. The orange man's bad. Since we're still in the COVID section, I meant to, to group this with the other Bill Gates piece. Uh, Bill Gates had a few more things to say and about about COVID. And, uh, yeah, we'll just let this rip. Let's hear it, Billy. Do you believe it's possible to prevent the next pandemic? Say again? Is it possible to prevent the next pandemic? Yes. If every country does what Australia did, then you wouldn't be calling it a pandemic. Uh, that's all. Right. So what the lesbian, this is the Munich Security Conference 2022. This is, this is just from uh, February 21st. And so for those that don't know, we, and we've talked about it on here extensively, uh, Rex specifically discussed it a lot. Australia was locked down with some very um, inhumane, and still is, with very inhumane regulation. Yeah. And basically stripped any, any amount of reasonable rights from, from their population in the name of COVID restrictions, these COVID camps that people were escaping from. Yeah, he thinks that if if you lock everybody down here against their will and maybe even force them to take his vaccine that he's going to make bukus of money on, that uh, there won't be a pandemic. Yeah, it's totally trustworthy. All draconian measures. Yes. Um, make sure, because it was, it was either, it was a lady from Australia or, or New Zealand, I can't remember, because they both carry a similar accent, but they... In, they encourage people to not engage in conversation. Um, it's not only do you have to wear a mask and like dehumanize everybody, but you can't uh, engage in conversation with one another to to further uh, just separate people from one another. Uh, we don't want you to have or enjoy any semblance of a life. And there's again, major protests going on down there right now. Well, it's too late. And, and, like, I mean, they for for the Australians like. You you people coughed up your rights years ago, and yeah. I mean you can just go ahead and lie in the bed that you've made. It, like everybody's asked so many times before, what what qualifications does this software developer have outside of being a billionaire? What, what you're out of line and you're out of place. You're so far out of your wheelhouse and so far out of your lane. Could you please? Please go away. Just go away. That's all. That's all I can tell you. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's time. Please join in for this week in idiot cross-dressing, confused blonde, pervert, Democrat, nut job, pedophile, wackos. Just like Bruce Buffer. Oh, no, Bruce Buffer. That's Michael Buffer. Michael Buffer. This is Gateway Pundit. 26-year-old trans child molester gloats over light sentence thanks to Marxist DA Gascon makes crude sexual remarks about 10-year-old victim in jailhouse phone calls. This is the people they continually glorify. And like Rex said last week, the the amount of... uh, Let's just put it like this. Child molesters are, are really, really capitalizing on all this nonsense, and th- this is no different. So, and, and there, there's some weird. T- I was reading this. So the the timing is weird. So, as far as like his sentencing and stuff like that, because this crime occurred some in 2014. I'm I'm, I'm kind of confused on the timeline here. Los Angeles, California, 26 year old quote transgender child molester Hannah Tubbs gloated over a light sentence thanks to Marxist DA George Gascon and made crude remarks about his 10 year old victim in a new jailhouse recording obtained by Fox News. 
26-year-old transgender biological male child molester who pleaded guilty last month to sexually assaulting a 10-year-old girl back in 2014 was sentenced to two years in a juvenile facility. I'm confused by this. Thanks to Soros-backed Los Angeles District Attorney George Gascon. There's the apostrophe over Oh, is it Gascon? Maybe it is. We don't know. We're going to mispronounce it as a signifier of disrespect. In 2014, 17-year-old James Tubbs grabbed a 10-year-old girl by the throat at a Denny's in Palmdale, California, and sexually assaulted her in a bathroom stall. Since the sexual assault in 2014, James Tubbs, okay, this makes a little more sense, transitioned to Hannah Tubbs and is now 26 years old. Gascon did not want to send Tubbs to jail because he feared he would be victimized and assaulted over his gender identity. Makes total sense. In late January, a Los Angeles County judge sentenced Hannah Tubbs to two years in a juvenile facility, and he won't have to register as a sex offender. Tubbs bragged about working the system and not having to register as a sex offender to his father in a jailhouse phone call via Fox News. Quote, I'm going to plead out of it. I'm going to plead out to it, plead guilty, Tubbs says in one recording. They're going to stick me on probation. They're going to stick you all right. If you ever get to jail or prison, where you're supposed to be, they're going to stick me on probation and it's going to be dropped. It's going to be done. I won't have to register. Won't have to do nothing. You won't have to register. Tubbs father asked. I won't have to do none of that. Tubbs replied. So what are they going to do to you then? Nothing. Tubbs answers, then laughs. Fox news reporter, Bill Melguin said Tubbs crude sexual remarks about his 10 year old victim were unfit to print. Yeah. And so this, and this then, like, and you may not be registering right now, which you should be. But but just looking at this creepy weirdo, mm-hmm. you'll be registering oh, soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll you'll you because yeah. Well, but and, the, and it sucks because there'll be another victim of some kind of weird sexual assault mm-hmm. um, that that's going to have to be victimized for this idiot to get what's coming coming to him. Yeah, but if he does it in California where he did this one, then he'll be fine because obviously the DA is going to protect him because they don't want him to to get that. God forbid that he goes to jail and gets molested or raped the way he raped, which, I mean, I'm kind of a proponent for, uh, or rather of, an eye for an eye. So, I mean, that's, he deserves worse than that. Yeah. Uh, and here's one of the comments, Art Bugby, what are the chances of this one going to do it again, and what are the consequences for the people who let him get away with it? He got lucky, he'll eventually end up in adult prison, and he won't find it so amusing. Chomos don't survive. One could hope. <laughs> I'd say... I'd say ship him over to the Middle East where they remove the offending anatomy, but knowing they're guilty of the same heinous acts, they probably give him a medal. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and it, yeah, we can't always bring the funny in this week and confuse more on pervert Democrat nut job wacko pedos this week. Uh, but, you know, what? because one of the things, man, people are afraid to, to say things about trannies or cross-dressers, whatever, like, Yes. The, I, I'm not. We're not. Yeah. Blue collar blacklisted is not. You're a sicko. You're a wacko. Things like this are, are extremely prone to happen with this type of behavior being glorified. You're, you're a sicko. And that's the thing, too. Well, they're you're, like a protected species now. Like, the, you know. Oh, in society, not. They're not here. Yeah. But, I mean, they're like they're like a protected species in, like, that Sarah McLaughlin sings in the arms of an angel and asks you to donate money or something to them, like the ASPCA. I think it's uh, okay. it's like one of it's like one of those like we gotta we gotta save the whales and the tigers and the turtles and the elephants and stuff like that like we gotta save these is people. She the, is she the lesbian that says "Come to my window"? <laughs> is that the same one? I, I, you're asking the wrong person. Yeah, you, Wait by the light of the moon. Yeah, you're barking up the wrong tree on that. Dude. Well, I'm singing <laughs> it to you. Oh, 
How does that make you keep going? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, th- this is this is a no-brainer. Stop glorifying this nonsense and then and and treat these people like they should be treated. I'm not saying go that's hate speech. No, I'm just saying don't glorify the behavior. That's what I'm saying. This is not acceptable to say, oh, and, and to give, just like the ones that we saw Matt Walsh talking to on Dr. Phil, do what Matt Walsh did. Matt Walsh did nothing wrong. He did the, he did the virtuous thing. He did the right thing to, hey, look, man, you, you got a problem and why you're saying this X, Y, and Z is wrong. You're sick. Go away. Or, hey, just stop that or go get help. But don't do this. And that's the thing. Left to their natural devices, the people that that practice this sexual sexual. Well, they're go. never going to get help if they don't realize that this is a problem. Well, maybe they should tune into Blue Collar Blacklisted. And you can next week. And what's the date again for next week? It's the third. It's 3 3 22. 10 p.m. Eastern Time. And 6 9 Central. Hey, listen, you guys have social media. If you have Instagram, we don't. Well, we actually are supposed to, but Reverso is slacking. Ask because uh, he's been taking back enough lessons. He's got a new vehicle, too, because he, he backed into a dome truck with his other one. So, <laughs> and that's real. So, uh, yeah, please like, subscribe, share. if you Whatever form of social media you have. Uh, and we're, we're kind of on the cusp of, of, as far as, like, our listenership, to be able to do, to do more content, X, Y, and Z. And uh, perhaps said so do, do, do more. Do more things, different things, more content, and more frequency. Uh, we're just trying to cross that threshold. So uh, I'm pretty much asking everybody that listens and, and imploring you to please whatever for you. And again, I don't have any of these myself, but uh, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. It's, what is it like TikTok? I don't even, I'm not even super familiar with these things, but if you have them, however you can share our podcast, please do that. Yeah. Please. Should we mention that we have uh, a special guest that's going to be coming on in a couple of weeks, two, three weeks? Yeah, people can, like look, people can look up... Uh, yeah, and so like yeah, the guy's a, a fiction writer, correct? Mark yeah. Goodwin. So yeah. uh, I've read some of his books. Uh, the executive producer has, I think, read them all. And so one might wonder what you would have with a, a fictional like uh, apoc- apocalyptic uh, survival story writer. But everything is infused with modern politics, and it's funny because the things that he infuses into his story usually come true. So yes, uh, yeah, we'll we'll have him on too. So and then. We'll have more guests in the future. Yeah, and look him up and get familiar with some of his stuff so that uh, if you want to ask him some questions or something, you can uh, shoot us an email and have some questions prepared. Where's that email? That email is info at bcblpodcast.com. Blue Collar Blacklisted. Podcast.com. Okay. Well, excellent. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you next week at uh, on 3, 3, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 561-363-6060. Thanks for listening. That's too true for radio. And all you can't sing about it, they'll show you the door. Because Nashville ain't got any balls anymore. They cast you aside, hope you'll tuck tail and leave. But you ain't ever met an old boy quite like me Well, I'd rather be real than put on a fake show But that's too true for radio